0: Uh, Welcome, everybody, to the uh, first episode of my podcast, uh, Go For Two with Cargo. I am your host, Cargo. And uh, my first episode here, guys, uh, I wanted to do something kind of fun. Uh, So we're about six days away from the NFL draft. If you guys know me, I absolutely love the NFL draft. Uh, Ever since I was younger, I used to write down every single pick, um, every round. So, uh, you know, something I look forward to every year. It should be a holiday, Um, you know. So, whoever I have to get that done, whoever I have to talk to, let me know. But I wanted to kind of share with you guys uh, my first-round mock, okay? So uh, just a couple rules for my my uh, mock draft here is I don't have any trades because trades are extremely hard to predict. And I will be doing another mock similar to this. Uh, the mock draft I'm going to be doing is actually during the draft. So the way it works is every team, I'll try to just predict who they're going to take at that spot. And if a team trades up, you know, Based on their team needs and who's available, I'm going to try to figure out who they want to take at that spot. So uh, just look out for that. Uh, Make sure you guys follow me on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, If you have any opinions, uh, any feedback, uh, we can always agree to disagree, okay? Uh, So let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Uh, I'm going to just kind of blow through these first couple of picks because they're kind of consensus um, first picks. Uh, so first the Cincinnati Bengals I have them going with Joe Burrow after the year he had this year it's uh, kind of not hard to to go after him Uh second we have the uh, Washington Redskins I have them going with Chase Young defensive end out of the, the Ohio State this is the best player in the draft and for Ron Rivera it's you know Julius Peppers all over again And uh, some say he's even better, so we'll see how that goes. But that's going to be a solid front seven for the Washington Redskins. That's going to be scary, especially in a division with the Giants and the Cowboys and the Eagles. Uh, So third, we have the Detroit Lions. So I have them picking uh, cornerback Jeff Okuda from the Ohio State. Um, Obviously, it fits a need, and I think he's the best available player after Chase Young on the defensive side of the ball. He's been compared to like Jalen Ramsey. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But um, like I said, just kind of fills the need. And uh, the Lions, uh, when you pick third, you, you, you need to get a guy who makes a, an impact. So um, I have them going with Jeff Okuda. It, man, if anybody knows what happened with Darius Slay and Matt Patricia, uh, please let me know. I'd love to get, get the, the dirty deets on that. Uh, four, we have the New York Giants. I have them going with Tristan Worf's. Offensive tackle out of Iowa, I know there's a lot of offensive tackles and wide receivers and for that, uh, you know, a lot of these teams will pick based on their scheme, who they like, and I don't really have a lot of that um, in-depth knowledge and information, but I'm just going based on um, who I think is the best offensive tackle in this draft, and it's Tristan Warfs is a north to south type of guy. Um, you know, Iowa, what they like to do is run the ball, be physical, you know. I could understand why they wanted to go defense, but I look at this NFC East, uh, man, it's pass rushers galore. Uh, Chase Young with the Washington Redskins, Cowboys with Demarcus Lawrence, and then with the Eagles and and Nick Barnett, and um, they've got a lot of uh, uh, good pass rushers there in Philly. So you got to protect Daniel Jones, and um, he'll actually improve the run game. So Tristan Worf actually helps out the run game and Daniel Jones at the same time. So can't miss pick there. Um, fifth, I have the Miami Dolphins first of their uh, three picks in the first round. Um, I have them going with Tua Tonga quarterback out of Alabama. I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. Um, he's had the injury, so that has a little bit of a knock in him. That's why he's. I think the fifth overall. If he's not injured, uh, I think he's a. a for sure, is going to be the first round pick. You know, this is a guy we've seen him win that national championship as a freshman. Uh, so he just has a lot of tape, uh, a lot of uh, years of under his belt of, of playing. And Trent Dover has kind of gone out and kind of got out on a limb for him, uh, almost, almost really got me feeling some type of way about Tua. Um, I think uh, you know, once again, uh, when it's all said and done, out of these quarterbacks, Tua will have the best career in the NFL. Um, Chargers, I had them going with Justin Herbert. Uh, not a knock on Justin Herbert. I, I really like what he could do. He's got the physical tools. Um, he kind of gets to stay close to home uh, in that West Coast. Um, and I think, you know, the biggest thing is he'll be able to sit behind Tyrod Taylor. Uh, you know, an extremely explosive offense. I think quarterbacks who tend to tend to, you know, uh, uh sit their first year. Tend to have a little bit better of a career, a better understanding of, of how the NFL works because it's a different ball game. And of course, Justin Herbert, uh, obviously impressed a lot of people at the senior bowl. So, um, I have him going to San Diego. Um, so seventh, I had the Carolina Panthers. They lost Luke Keekley So I have them going with Isaiah Simmons linebacker out of Clemson. Clemson, the university is actually not that far from Charlotte, North Carolina. So, uh, you know, why not a sideline to sideline type of guy? He can also help in the secondary. Yeah, he's going to be that that hybrid guy who plays all over the field. Um, you know, a lot of people think they might go quarterback, but I don't see that. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, they might start the tanking for Trevor uh, for next year, you know, Clemson on Clemson, right? Uh, eighth, I had the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, picking Derek Hills, offensive tackle out of Alabama. Once again, uh, teams will pick who they like or who's a fit as far as the scheme. I think he's uh, a, really a scheme fit. He's a very off, uh, athletic offensive tackle. They have an opening at right tackle, which which is where he's played at Alabama. Right tackle, they can slide him in uh, guard, but you know, I think tackles where he's going uh, to be. Extremely athletic offense with Kyler Murray. Uh, Derek Hills, uh, just to kind of add to that that offense, sorry, CeeDee Lamb, I don't have you going with Kyler uh, at eight. Um, So nine, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have them going with Derek Brown, defensive tackle out of Auburn. This is the best available. He also fills a need at uh, defensive tackle with the exit of Calais Campbell. Fred Taylor says, if they can't stop the run, they can't play good defense, and I trust him. So I had the uh, Cleveland Browns at 10 picking uh Andrew Thomas offensive tackle. Uh Browns have had a lot of success with guys who play offensive line, last name Thomas. You know, Joe Thomas, Andrew Thomas offensive tackle. Well anyways, uh new a op- new head coach Kevin Stefanski, uh Stefansian, uh, I don't know how to say his last name, but he comes from Minnesota where they uh they run the ball um And they want to be physical, especially in this division with the Baltimore Ravens, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, you know, hey, why not? You know, uh, Andrew Thomas, former Georgia Bulldog. Nick Chubb, former uh, uh, Georgia Bulldog. 11, you know, with the Jets, uh, I would like for them to go to offensive line. I think that'll help out Sam Darnold. I think it'll help out the run game. But, you know, to get a guy like this – Uh, I'm going with the wide receiver, Jerry Judy out of Alabama. He's a playmaker. He's going to help out Sam Darnold. Um, hopefully that can open up some things for Le'Veon as well. Um, they need to give something Sam Darnold has not had, and that's a number one wide receiver. So they get it in Jerry Judy, the best wide receiver in this draft at 11, uh, 12th. We have the Las Vegas Raiders. They're moving into that new stadium. Uh, you know, so they're they're building up anticipation. So uh moving into a sexy new stadium, they get their wide receiver CeeDee Lamb, who's an absolute playmaker uh to go along with that offense um that already has Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, Tyrell Williams, and Hunter Renfro. So now they have their wide receiver CeeDee Lamb. 13. I have the uh San Francisco 49ers, a lot of people have them projected to take a wide receiver, which makes a lot of sense, help out that offense. But, you know, when I watched the Super Bowl, you know, they could not cover any wide receiver out there on the field or a tight end for that matter. So um, Richard Sherman's not getting any younger. Uh, I have them going with C.J. Henderson, a cornerback out of Florida. He's a high riser right now on on a lot of people's mock drafts. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he ended up being a top 10 pick uh, based off need and stuff like that. Um, I don't think he'll be at 13. uh, But if he does fall to the 49ers, I think that's a good pick for them. Add some depth to that position. Next, we have 14th, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the big winners in the offseason getting Tom Brady. So, what do they do? They get Makai Beckton, offensive tackle out of Louisville. Uh, this is a big, massive person who's very athletic. Um, you know, the biggest thing is just helping Brady, uh, protecting Brady, giving him Brady everything he needs. Uh, you know, this is a Super Bowl or bus type of season for them, really. Uh, tough division they play in as well. Uh Broncos, Denver Broncos. I have them getting Henry Ruggs, the third wide receiver out of Alabama. They've talked about adding a, a piece opposite Cortland Sutton to go along with Noah Bant, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay. Drew Locke is a strong arm quarterback. Um, you know, so he could uh, get some deep passes out to Henry Ruggs, uh, especially in this division they play in. You know, you look at the teams like the Kansas City Chiefs. The Oakland Raiders, they got their uh, their new wide receiver. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers go out and get their quarterback of the future. Uh, still an explosive offense. Uh, so really, they got to be able to score a lot of points. They got to be able to keep up uh, with you know some of these uh, uh, other teams in their division. Uh, So 16, this is where I feel like this is a really good spot for the Falcons to be in. Thomas Dimitrov, the GM, has already talked about moving up in the draft. It's something he's done before, so um, don't be surprised. It's something to look for. But this is a spot where guys will tend to kind of fall. Maybe a guy who's, you know, a top 10 player falls to them. And I have Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle out of South Carolina. He's a guy that's, um, you know... One of those top ten players, uh, he falls to them. It's the best available. Um, it does improve that that defensive tackle position substantially. Just because I look at the, who they have in their division, and they got Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, even Christian McCaffrey that run game. So they got to have some pressure up the middle to to have a chance with some of these quarterbacks in their division. You know. Uh, Atlanta, I could definitely see them moving up to go get a cornerback, like maybe a C.J. Henderson or even they've gone as far as maybe a Jeff Okuda, uh, but that'll be a tough one uh, to maneuver there. But I have them go with Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle. Uh, 17, the Dallas Cowboys. I'd like for them to go offensive line. I'm a Cowboys fan. If you didn't know, now you know. Uh, I hope I'm not one of those obnoxious Cowboys fan, but uh, just based off a. Uh, this offseason, they've had a lot of injuries. Um, obviously, Travis Frederick retired. Um, so I'd like them to address that, but I think they'll do that in the later rounds. Uh, so we look at the defensive side of the ball, edge rusher. Um, you know, they've they've added some guys for the rotation. Uh, so I think they go for uh, safety. Uh, Xavier McKinley uh, McKinney out of Alabama to pair along with um, another. Uh, Alabama safety and haha, Clinton Dix. Uh, the biggest thing for the Cowboys last year: seven interceptions, tied for thirty second in the NFL, which is last. Uh, so they need a playmaker. They need a ball hawk. They need a uh, you know something to happen on the defensive side of the ball. And you know, uh, Xavier McKinney can uh, kind of go all over the field, um, make some plays and stuff like that. Uh, the Miami Dolphins picking at eighteen. This is their second. Of three first round draft picks, I think they go offensive tackle Austin Jackson out of USC. You know, go out and protect Tua. This is your franchise quarterback. Upgrade that offensive line, um, and he also helps out the the run game. He's very athletic. Uh, you know, so hopefully, good things to come from Miami. Here uh, we have nineteenth. We have the Las Vegas Raiders uh, once again. Uh, another really good pick for them they've done a lot of things in the offseason to kind of fortify that defensive front. Uh, they haven't really done anything for the cornerback position. So I think they go out and get AJ Terrell cornerback out of Clemson. You pair him up with his former teammate, Trevon Mullen cornerback out of Clemson. Did you like what I did there? Yeah. Uh, you know, just a, an upgrade at corner. Uh, he's a guy who's very athletic, uh, can play man coverage and, um, just like I said, adds depth to that position, uh, especially with what the other teams in their division are doing. This AFC West is going to be uh really fun to watch. Uh, 20. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars. So a couple of interesting things here could happen. The Jacksonville Jaguars actually have 12 picks total. So I could definitely see they might maybe want to uh, trade back is what I've heard, or they might even possibly want to trade up in the draft. Um, and I think you know what they're going to do is address this cornerback position. I have them getting a Christian Fulton cornerback out of LSU. They lost Jalen Ramsey and AJ Boyd this past year, so they need to add some depth. Um, He's a guy that can come in, start right away, and um, uh, make an impact and start replacing some of these pieces on that defense that they've lost over the last couple of years. Man, it's unreal to see how this defense has changed. Uh, interesting thing too could happen is Ngakwe. Well, what's going to happen with him? Um, is he going to get traded? Is he going to sign his franchise tag? Uh, Fred Taylor, once again, had a great interview um, with NFL Network on the Pride of Jacksonville. And he said that Ngakwe is a great player, still needs to improve, obviously, Um In some areas. So I say sign it, go out and prove yourself. You know, me personally, I don't know if there's a difference between, you know, 17 million and 22 million or whatever he's asking for, but it's a monetary value. So I definitely understand that. Uh, But yeah, if if he leaves, they might collect more draft picks and, you know, they could go edge rusher, but I still think they need to go and address that cornerback position here at 20. Um, 21, the Philadelphia Eagles, man, I, I personally, personally think they need to go inside linebacker. There's a couple of good guys here I'm looking at, but ultimately, um, you know, to keep the people happy in the city of brotherly love, I think the Eagles will go with wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, LSU, another LSU player coming off the board. Um, is this a match made in heaven? You know, this is what everybody's kind of wanting. A lot of people have this uh, predicted maybe the the Philadelphia Eagles are going to go in a different direction. They just won't show their hand, and maybe they you know have some team that's looking at Justin Jefferson, and maybe they try to trade up and get him. Um, but an interesting thing about Philadelphia last year, they did not have a single wide receiver post more than 500 yards receiving last year. Um, so that's just kind of an interesting thing. They had a lot of injuries, a lot of guys in and out of the lineup. So Justin Jefferson's tough. Uh, he can play in the sly. He can play outside. Um, you know, showed that he has the the elite hands, and I, I think it's a it's a good fit for him uh, to pair with Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard. This young offense um, that they're kind of grooming together. Twenty three. We have the New England Patriots. I don't think they're going to go to quarterback here in the first round. I definitely think they will draft a quarterback, uh, maybe in the later rounds, uh, just to kind of give some competition. Uh, I think they want to see what. Jarrett Stidham's got, um, but I think they they lost a lot of players on defense, and I had them going with Kavon Chasem's edge rusher out of LSU. Um, he wore number eighteen, which is a, a a thing that happens at LSU. It's a a person of high character, a player who has a high football IQ, and you know I think that kind of fits into the 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 Patriot way, the Patriot mold. Um, he's a guy who can probably play multiple positions, uh, very versatile on that defensive front. Uh, 24, I have the uh, New Orleans Saints. I have them going with uh, Patrick Queen, inside linebacker out of LSU, another LSU back-to-back here. Um, You know, I could definitely see them go with an edge rusher. Uh, This is a team that doesn't have a lot of holes. Uh, But Patrick Queen, he helps them just uh, get some athleticism and some youth at that position twenty uh, fifth we have the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I have them going with Jalon Joseph cornerback out of Utah. you know this is an interesting pick because this is their second first round pick where they replace a the player they lost and here they replace Xavier Rhodes a uh, big, long, lanky athletic um you know he's a guy who can come in add some depth you know I know that the Minnesota Vikings have Have not had a lot of success in picking corners in the first round. Um, But I think they get it right with Jalen Joseph. Another thing they could do is go interior, uh, maybe defensive tackle, um, helping stop the run. And also safety. You know, Anthony Harris um, is yet to sign that franchise uh, tender. Um, He had six interceptions last year, which was tied in the NFL. So, you know, hopefully they bring him back so they can shore up that secondary. Uh, 26, we have the Miami Dolphins. This is the third first-round pick for the Miami Dolphins. And this is probably arguably my favorite pick of this entire draft. This is, you know, their best pick, you know, possibly right here in DeAndre Swift, running back out of the University of Georgia. What they did in this draft is they got their quarterback, they got their tackle, and then they get their running back. Uh, Miami was thirty second in yards per game last year. Their leading rusher for the year was uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm sorry. Uh, So you know, I know they have Jordan Howard, but he's not the the long term uh, answer there. Uh, DeAndre Swift is that change of pace guy. Uh, You know, so him and Tua in the backfield. Uh, that's going to be fun to watch for years to come. Miami, uh, 27th, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I have them going with an edge rusher. I know that, you know, they have a LJ clear, uh, pick they had last year. Um, hasn't quite, uh, panned out yet, but I think this is where they get it. Right. Uh, Gross, Mateo's edge rusher out of Penn state. I got to watch him in a couple games and, um, has a lot of experience under his belt. Um, has a lot of sacks, and that's what the Seahawks need to do. If if they can't get Jadavian Clowney, you know, they got to go edge rusher, and I think uh, this is where they go. 28th, we have the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, once again, I'd like for them to address the interior offensive line. Obviously, they lost Marshall Yonda to retirement, um, but I think they're going to do that in the later rounds. So, with this pick, I think they go uh, Kenneth Murray, inside linebacker at Oklahoma, sideline to sideline. He brings that presence to the middle of that defense that, you know, has kind of been a little bit of a revolving door. Um, Yeah, Kenneth Murray, uh, inside linebacker out of Oklahoma, uh, adds to that Ravens legacy of linebackers. The uh, Tennessee Titans, um, I had them going with uh, Joshua Jones, offensive tackle out of Houston. This is an athletic uh, offensive tackle. Um, He's going to go probably the right side and replace uh, Jay Coughlin. Um, Yeah, because they need to protect Ryan Tannehill. They need to continue to be aggressive when they run the ball with Derrick Henry. Uh, Make sure Derrick Henry stays consistent. Uh, Looked at 30. Uh, So for the Green Bay Packers, um, once again, they can go any which way they want based on what wide receiver they want to do. Uh, me personally, I like KJ KJ Hamler, wide receiver out of Penn State. Um, he's a speed wide receiver, a speedy guy. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers needs a guy that he could just kind of flip the ball to and, you know, on a quick screen and maybe he'll take, it, you know, 40, 50, 60 yards for a touchdown. Um, somebody to really compliment Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams can kind of play anywhere. I know they added Devin Bunches, but uh, he's more of a tight end. He hasn't been very productive these last couple of years. He's a big red zone target. So, um, KJ Hamler, you know, um, adds some ability to the return game as well. Uh, 49ers uh, picking at 31 here. Um, this is where I think they trade out of the first round personally. Uh, they don't have a day two pick, um, so they don't pick till the fifth round. So uh, that's something to look out for, possible trade scenario. Um, as far as uh, wide receiver, um, now they finally can do that. They get Denzel Mims out of Baylor uh, once again. Is kind of a a 50-50 ball guy. Has the speed to you know uh, get into the open field for sure. Uh, excuse me. And um, yeah, it just adds another weapon to that 49ers offense with the exit of uh, Emmanuel Sanders. And then last but not least, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'd love for them to go running back and. Um, you know, add to this already extremely uh, explosive offense. But I had them going with Trevon Diggs, cornerback out of Alabama. Um, With the exit of Kendall Fuller, they need to add depth. And I think Trevon Diggs is uh, that guy. uh, He could play at different spots in in the secondary, uh, especially in the slot. So it just gives a little bit of versatility for the Chiefs here. And uh, there you have it, guys. Uh, That's my first round mock draft. Uh, definitely let me know what you guys think. Um, I'll have a, a round two, uh, coming up soon. So look out for that. And, uh, you know, thank you guys for checking out this first episode of, uh, 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 go for two with cargo. Uh, I just want to let you guys know, um, just a couple things before we leave. Just always, always remember, always go for two. And, uh, on a more serious note, um, I just really want to, uh, um, take this moment to send out my, my, my deepest condolences and prayers to the DeLuna family. I can't imagine uh, what you guys are going through right now. Um, I just want to let you guys know that um, you guys are not alone. Um, I love you guys uh, tremendously. And um, to Mr. DeLuna, uh, thank you for all the life lessons you've taught me. Um, you've definitely made an impact on my life, and I think for a lot of us um when we we grew up together, uh you always treated us like one of your own um you were just somebody that you know I looked up to um hard work was everything and and anything that you do. And even, even after high school, uh, you always checked up on us just to see how we were doing. Um, and I th- th- think that just speaks volumes and character. Um, you know. Once again, Mr. DeLuna, thank you for everything. Um, I just hope that you rest in peace. And uh, thank you for your time.